Being an expert doesn't mean you automatically have an audience, especially with so much noise in the digital marketing space. You need to break through the noise and establish your message as a rising thought leader in your industry. John Cook has worked with over 1,100 coaches and consultants and 800 speakers to make their messages remarkably clear and compelling to the right audience. And today, he wants to help you. If you want greater clarity and even better results with your message, visit workwithjohncook.com. Here's John. Hey, it's John Cook with Keynote Content. Thank you so much for connecting with me. You want to start your blog. You say, does blogging even work? How do I even get my blog out there? What's the best place to start a blog heading into 2021 and beyond? Well, I am the founder of Keynote Content. I wrote over 2,200 blog articles over the last 10 years, creating content for speakers, coaches, consultants, podcasters, YouTubers, other industry experts, corporate trainers, and for you to say, how do I start my blog? Is blogging even effective? Blogging is still one of the most effective ways to get your message out there, grow your business, and build that reputation as an industry expert. Did you know that only se over 77% of internet users still refer to blog content for making buying decisions, for, for building their decisions into the future? There was a study done by Optin Monster that over 77% of all internet users refer to blog content on a consistent basis. Also, do you know that companies that blog get 67% more leads than companies that do not? Whether you are a mom and pop shop or whether it's just you and maybe you're growing a team or maybe you have a larger enterprise trying to get your message out there for your audience, blogging is still a great place to start. So for you saying like, okay, maybe if I'm just starting from scratch, where do I even start? First place I do is even before you get into the technical side of things saying know your why. The first thing you got to do is like know your why. Why do you even want to blog in the first place? And I would say right off the bat, if you're saying I want to get this written content out there, but I don't like writing. Okay, you can do a vlog, just doing like a regular uh, video blog. You can do that on YouTube, and you can have that transcribed into content that's that's edited down, whether by you or by some content writer, whatever it might be, and that's published with your video side by side. So. What I like to say is thinking about learning styles. You know, over 65% of people in the world prefer visual learning. So it's not just watching a video, but also reading content. Before you even start in the saying, do I want to build a blog? What's the purpose behind it? If I'm just starting out to create content, just to be able to say, hey, I'm building a reputation. Okay, that's fine. It's good. Or saying like, hey, I want to drive more sales for my business. That's fine as well. Or saying, no, I know that I have this message that I want to get out into the world, but I'm, I, I want to make sure that I'm articulating this in a way where people are tied in, where they're saying, I know that this is purposeful. This is an, that altruistic experience. Whatever your why is, if it's generating more cash, creating a more financial future for you in the, in, in the future, okay, that's great. If it's saying, no, I want to be able to, there's a cause that's important to me. I need to get this message out through blogging. That's great too. Whatever your why is, tie into that why because that's going to keep you moving forward with creating content in the future. The second thing I like to say is know your niche. The second is knowing not just, okay, well, my audience is anybody who wants to read my blog. No, 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 no. It's saying who specifically is in that smaller group of people. Not just anybody. Not just anybody is going to be reading your blog. Not just your blog isn't supposed to be for just anybody. But saying who are the specific people that you know this is for? What are their core emotions? What is the the rationale that's also on the other side of that emotions? Because when people visit content on your website, your YouTube, they listen to your podcast saying like hey, there is this emotional what 
what am I going to feel coming away from reading this or experiencing this? And what is it that I'm going to think about? So what do you want them to feel and what do you want them to think about inside that smaller target niche? This is not, you are not Jenny Craig, you are not Mary Kay, not looking for just anybody in the world, but saying what is that smaller niche that you know these are the questions they're tied into? And why does your why matter to this niche market? So your why is what I call your manifesto, but then your niche is that your market, that, that niche group of audience. And once you know your niche, you're saying, well, what's this have to do with blogging? These are just the foundational pieces before you get to the actual tactical part of growing your blog. So those are two key, but please, please, please don't gloss over that because if you want to build longevity for your blog, you want to know your why, you know, want to know your, who this is for. But then from there saying, pick, just pick a platform. <clears throat> there are three great options that I recommend. And inside those options, I recommend the first option that I'd say this is, if you were saying like gold, silver, bronze, as far as like the levels, I recommend WordPress. WordPress does have some amazing capabilities tying in with lead generation, tying in with uh, being able to, on the SEO side of things, I would say WordPress is still the gold standard when it comes to the SEO growth of your blog from like canonical links, from like rich text, from all these other different elements. WordPress has been in the game so long that they know exactly how to help you grow your reach through blogging. WordPress, I would say, is still the first one. Some one that I say is a silver, but is quickly catching is this uh, quickly catching um, WordPress is Squarespace. Squarespace is really, really good. And they've done a massive improvement in their SEO over the last three, probably about since 2017, about four years now that they've done a, a massive improvement. Um, what I like about Squarespace compared to WordPress is it's not as technical. It doesn't have to be as technical, but it gives you a chance to say, um, I, you, if you're in more of the design space, like, hey, you're a fashion blogger, or you wanted to grow um, with like a, a crafts, or you wanted to grow with more like a, a, some type of design or visual um, whether whatever it might be saying if you want to do more visual Squarespace I think might be the way for you to go and it's fairly easy to use compared to WordPress WordPress can be a little difficult but there are plenty of tutorials to be able to walk you through how that how that goes now I started uh, with WordPress about 10 years ago a little over 10 years ago with creating blog content and that's what I've sucked with ever since I've done some other blogging on Squarespace and Wix and other ones but the, um, I keep coming back to WordPress so the third one I'd say again this is the bronze and I would say is Wix. Now Wix for years was absolutely trashed from a uh, SEO standpoint because they did not have a good SEO structure in place and they still don't but we need to applaud the fact that over the last year uh, Wix has done an amazing job with improving the SEO quality of their structure specifically when it comes to blogging and website content for ranking in search engines. Uh, Wix I would say is also of these three I would say Wix is comparatively, uh, comparatively um, to Squarespace as far as like the technicalities being able to work with that but these two I think are, are for beginners saying like if you're not going to be that serious about starting out and growing your blog don't really care about the SEO okay these two are fine but long term you do want to care about SEO so if there's a chance for you to start out saying I want to start on the more technical side learning the platform WordPress is the way to go so pick a platform and what I will say is please do not 
Let, let the tech be a choice, but not an obstacle. So many different people I speak with, speakers, coaches, consultants, these industry experts are saying like, I wanna, I, I wanna do like funnels, I wanna do websites, I wanna do blogging, I wanna do video, I wanna do social media, podcasting, whatever it might be, it's going like, oh, and they get stuck in what I call te the tech trap. Oh, I don't know what camera to use. I don't know what funnel to use. I don't know what email platform to use. I don't know what, it's then like, just pick tech, do a little bit of research, talk with somebody you know and trust, pick the tech and then learn that tech and implement that tech and get something going because published will always beat this perfect or not quite perfect draft that's just sitting there not helping anybody. Pick the platform, start blogging. That's the fourth part is going like write content, write your next post, write your next post. Keeps coming back to over and over again. People say, I'm a blogger. Okay, when was the last time you blogged? Uh, it's been six, seven months, then you're not a blogger. You blogged at one point, but you're not a blogger right now. What do writers do? They write. What do video creators do? They create video. What do speakers do? They speak. So for your, for your blog saying, if you want to be blogging, actually blog. They may say, that's super obvious. Yes, but that's also a big part where I see people get stuck when it comes to blogging. Write your next post and then this might surprise you. I'm kidding. This won't surprise you. Edit and then actually publish it. Actually publish your content. <clears throat> now, these are on the, the technical side of things, and there is a part that, that actually needs to come ahead of this, but one that you need to be doing. So think that's like a sandwich side of things. You need to have a strategic way. So we'll call this kind of 3B as it were. Um, 3B is going like 3B and 6 here with 4 and 5 being 4 write your next post, 5 being edit and publish, but saying keep a constant strategy, be consistent. Consistency and frequency. The consistency and frequency side of things. Consistency is going how often does it happen as far as like what can people expect and can they expect that same thing next time? And the frequency is like, when is the next time? The consistency is not just in, oh, I blog every Friday. That would be frequency. Consistency is here's the length of the blog. Here's the topic. Here's the structure of the post. Here's who it's written for, the, the kind of that tone and, and feel and style. That is the consistency. You want to be showing with a consistent content on a frequent basis. And that frequency, I would say, please don't start out thinking, oh, I'm going to blog four days a week or even, four, uh, or even once a week. You say, okay. If I decide, hey, I'm going to go to the gym three times a week and I haven't exercised at all over the last month, then it would be ridiculous for me to say I'm going to just going to jump right back in to something that I don't have that discipline built up. So having that consistency, I like saying aim for one time a week to start and then you can always increase more to two times or three times. But I like saying check out what is the energy output compared to the energy input that you receive. If you are edit, if you are putting out a blog article once a week and you bump it to twice a week and you really see little to no increase in reader engagement or analytics or conversions as it were people opting into your list after reading a blog article, then the extra energy you're putting to that second post is not worth the energy input you're receiving from people who are coming to and reading your blog. So start with one time a week and the consistency saying like, again, who is this for? How does this reflect my why? And what are some other ways that I can help 
people see that there's a consistent feel and style for my blogging. So, and, and how the keeps coming back to is having a content calendar, having a type of schedule you're coming into. What are you blogging about? Who is this for? What are the takeaways? And what is that one big idea you want to thread through each blog article? So inside of that, it says linking and sharing is a big part. As you start to get more blog content out there, as you start to grow your blog, link, focus on internal links, focus on external links, and then share more than once. A big problem that I see, and something that I wish I did years ago when I was really getting to blogging around 2008, 2009, 2010, is going really sharing consistently with that content over and over again. You can't say, hey, I wrote a blog article, I wanna share it once with my audience. Saying no, keep coming back to that at least a couple times. Have over the first six weeks after publishing a blog article, promote it through your social media, and then you can take a break. Not promoting necessarily every day, but every couple days, keep promoting that same link. Hey, I created this article, I think it might be relevant to you, might be helpful for you, this is what you're doing. Sharing it more than once, because you put a lot of effort into that article, keep coming back to sharing it more than once, gives people a chance to miss it maybe the first time for them to engage with that content over and over again. <clears throat> with your content style and strategy for your blog article, the fact that you can consistently show up on a frequent enough basis for people to say this is a value add again and again. Every Thursday, I know I'm gonna get an, an article from you. Or every Monday, I know there's gonna be a new article. What it does is it allows you to build again and again into that audience so people can see you showing up on a consistent basis. And I promise you this will continue to build in for people saying, what are the top questions? What are the top concerns? Where are the big problems and challenges you see people running into with uh, with your business, with your industry, that you know you can solve each of those problems with a blog post. And then from there, people will start to see that is essentially you answering their questions ahead of time. They're engaging with your content. And by the time they connect with you on your calendar, you're going to find out that they already have the answers and it's going to actually optimize your time and help them see that you already have given them so much value before they even hop on a call with you. So that's a way for you to grow your, to really launch and grow your blog starting 2021 and beyond. If you like what you've heard in this video, give it a thumbs up, give it a subscribe, a like. And if you're saying, I don't even know where to start, John. I don't even know with my blog content, who's this for, what's my strategy. I don't really know how to articulate my why or who my market is. Go to workwithjohncook.com, fill out the intake form. We'll hop on a call. We'll talk about where you are with your blog, with your business in 2021 and moving forward and how I can help you get better results with your message. Make it a great day. Catch you next time. Thanks for listening to this episode. Interested in discovering how you can work with John to make your message more compelling? Head on over to workwithjohncook.com and apply today. 